Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. With Black Friday weekend in the rearview mirror and just a few weeks of solid holiday shopping to go, I wanted to give you a few quick tips, tricks, and strategies to make sure you can fully capitalize on the rest of Q4. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I do just want to mention that if you haven't quite hit the goals you were hoping for, know that you're not alone. And if seeing the numbers Shopify released about the amount of revenue that was generated during Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, $9.3 billion to be exact, has you feeling any sort of negative way. Let me remind you how skewed those numbers actually are, because it is not just small businesses who use the Shopify platform. There are huge brands on Shopify, anywhere from 50 million to multi-billion dollar businesses. Yes, billion with a B. So when you hear that $9 billion was generated over that weekend, Please don't think it's just a whole bunch of makers or boutique owners who are contributing to these numbers. That's not to say there aren't small businesses like you killing it right now. There definitely are. Thanks to massive visibility through ads, a really strong content game, or reach on marketplaces like Amazon. My point is, I know it can be disheartening to see reports like this and think, shit, what am I doing wrong? But there are so many variables at play, some of them out of your hands at the moment. So I want you to just focus on the things that you can control and keep showing up while the getting is good. And if you're still not convinced, studies show the majority of shoppers still have 50% of their holiday shopping to do after Cyber Monday. There is still time, friend. All right, so let's hop into six strategies you can implement right now to make more sales before the season is over. I don't necessarily recommend you try and do all of these things unless you have the team and bandwidth to implement them. Otherwise, just pick and choose the ones that make the most sense for your business or are the easiest for you to implement right now. Number one, maximize your AOV on every sale. One of the easiest ways to increase your revenue is to get your existing customers to spend more while they're already shopping. If you still don't have a cross-sell app on your store, please take 30 minutes to get one set up as soon as you finish listening to this episode. A tool like Reconvert lets you add cross-sell offers when the customers are most engaged with your brand right after they've decided to spend money with you. There's a link in the show notes that will get you 10% off for life. If you are resisting this because it feels too pushy, please release that. Remember that not showing your customers your amazing products is totally doing them a disservice. And even if you think they know everything that you offer, I promise you they don't. 
To simplify the process, pick one item that you offer to everyone. It can be something you have a great margin on or something you need to move inventory of and just offer it to every customer. Keep it really simple. That way you don't have any excuse not to get it implemented. Two, create specialized email marketing campaigns. If you do none of the other things I recommend today, please do this one. Half of all BFCM sales came from repeat customers, according to Klaviyo. The money is in your list, my friend. What this looks like is going to be different depending on your business, but here are a few ideas to get the wheels turning. First, just start thinking about different ways you can frame your products in your emails. A lot of times we just need to present our products in multiple different ways before it happens to click with the right person. I talked about this on episode 247, Perception is Reality, How Your Product Positioning Drives Consumer Behavior. Essentially, the person you're talking to can't imagine what or who your product is good for until you point it out to them. So does your product make a great white elephant gift? White elephant gifts are some of the hardest to buy because it has to appeal to a really big group of people. If you have a product like that, promote it that way. And those are also gifts that people tend to buy at the last minute. Is it a good gift for the person who has everything? That would be my father-in-law. If he wants it, he goes and buys it. He's notoriously hard to buy for. We just buy him food now. Does your product make a great teacher gift? Who else are people buying gifts for? Maybe they're only ever buying them during this time of year. And so it's not something that's really top of mind. They maybe don't know the person that well. If you have a good generic gift like that, you need to shout that from the rooftops. You'll also want to make some new offers and create some urgency for your customers. Can you ship it directly to the gift recipient with a special note to make it really easy for the gift giver? Do you only have a handful of a specific bestseller or seasonal product left? You can promote that as last chance messaging for those particular items. Maybe you throw a last minute bundle together and just present a group of your products in a new way. I would also create three to five part email campaigns for specific segments of your customers. Can you reward your VIPs with something special? Even if they already shopped with you this holiday season, what would make them come back and buy again? And it doesn't have to be a discount. Maybe it's a GWP or bonus rewards days. These types of promos don't necessarily work to convert new customers, but they're a fun way to treat your existing diehard fans. How about those people who haven't purchased from you yet this holiday season? Maybe they've been engaging with your emails, but just haven't pulled the trigger. Create a multi-email campaign just for them. I love to add in something a bit more personal here with an all-text email that makes people feel like you sat down at your desk to write it to them. Create a segment of your seasonal shoppers, especially if they're last minute shoppers, and create a series of emails for them. If they're only seasonal shoppers, that likely means they're not really your customer, but someone in their life is. So it's really important to remind them that you exist. And overall, don't be afraid to increase your email sending frequency. As long as your engagement metrics are good and you can continue to present your products in new and interesting ways so the messaging feels fresh, keep sending those damn emails. Number three, optimize for last minute shoppers. It doesn't matter how you slice it. At the end of the day, there are always going to be people who wait until the last minute to buy Christmas gifts. Start asking yourself how you can accommodate them. 
offer expedited shipping if you don't already. I was forever blown away when I would see customers spend $30 to $50 just on shipping because it meant they could get the thing they needed in times for Valentine's Day. I would promote every single shipping cutoff on the site and in email, three day, two day, overnight. Make sure they know about these deadlines and their options. If you have a brick and mortar store, you have more time to convert your customers, especially that last Saturday before Christmas, which is affectionately called Super Saturday. It's as big, if not bigger than Black Friday. You can extend your hours, offer gift wrapping, and even mobile checkout options to make the in-store experience as painless as possible. A few years ago, Nordstrom Rack put mobile devices into the hands of their floor associates so anyone could check you out. It definitely beats standing in line at the register, and if you're familiar with In-N-Out, an overhyped, in my opinion, burger chain in the West, their drive through line is always super long. Like, wrap out of the parking lot and block street traffic long. It's really frustrating. But they always have someone on foot going to the car windows to take the orders. When I had my brick and mortar, we did extend our hours and offer gift wrapping, also known as really pretty boxes that didn't actually need to be wrapped. But because we had built such great relationships with our customers through building and nurturing our client books, We would pre-pull items for them and create a draft transaction so they could get in and out of the store super quickly. They come in, we show them the stuff, we remove whatever they don't want, the transaction's already there, ring them up, they're good to go. You can translate that same experience online if you have a few die-hard customers, especially if you sell a higher price, more luxury product like jewelry, something like that. Reach out to them personally with items you know they'll love To combat that decision fatigue, create a draft order and send them the link to pay. If you don't have a brick and mortar store, ask yourself if there's another way to tap into your local market. Can you offer local delivery? If you do wholesale, can you do a pop-up in someone's shop? Are there any community shopping events that you can be a part of? How else can you take advantage of those last-minute shoppers in your local area? Speaking of last-minute shoppers, number four, push Gift cards. This is a must as we get closer to those cutoff dates. If you haven't started mentioning them in your regular ongoing weekly emails, start doing that now. Feature them in your abandonment emails. Talk about them on your hello bar. You can even create a promo pop-up that features them too. The downside to gift cards is that they don't technically count as revenue until they're redeemed. So if you do any sort of gift card promotion or you do have a lot of gift card sales, I would create a mini campaign after the holiday and into the new year around getting the gift you really wanted so that anyone who did receive a gift card is encouraged to shop and spend it. Number five, ramp up your ads. If you've never done ads before, I don't necessarily recommend that you try them for the first time right now, but it's really up to you if you want to give it a shot. I'd get started with retargeting ads that show to social engagers, website visitors, and email subscribers versus trying to capture cold audiences. If you're already running profitable ads, increase those budgets. According to Nicole, our resident Facebook ad strategist, you don't want to increase budgets more than 20% at a time as it can kick your ad back into the learning phase and you'll lose momentum. So be careful there. You can also create ad campaigns specifically targeted to the gift giver instead of the gift recipient. 
This will definitely require a shift in audience and in messaging and creative, but can be super powerful if you have a good handle on who would be buying this gift for someone in their life. The most common being parent, grandparents, romantic partners. You can also get creative with your ad targeting as you get closer to your shipping cutoff. Focus your ads in your local area where you know they'll still get the product on time with your regular ground shipping versus having to expedite it. Number six, lean in after Christmas. In all of my years of retail, do you know what one of our busiest days was? The day after Christmas. Most people are off. They got money and gift cards. They got gifts they're returning so they can buy something else that they want more. Holiday shopping doesn't end on December 24th. In fact, a typical retail accounting season actually runs from February to January because there is so much spillover into the new year. Yes, a lot of that is returns-based, but there are plenty of opportunities to turn those returns into net positive exchanges. And that all starts in the last week of December. This is also a great opportunity if you sell New Year's appropriate clothing, accessories, food items. So don't be afraid to keep the marketing going even after the traditional gift giving season is over. The real moral of this week's episode is to keep going. And whatever special thing you're doing to make things easier, faster, better for your customers, make sure they know about it. Put it in all your emails. Post and pin it on social. Connect with the influencers in your local community to get the word out. And when I say influencer, I don't mean like pretty girl on social media influencer. I mean those who have influence over your local community. That could be your local publications, other store owners, restaurant owners, etc. If you're not connected to your local market yet, lean on and collaborate with your other ecom biz friends. It's super simple to shout each other out in your emails or on social to get some last minute eyeballs on your business. Ultimately, there's still time. I hope this episode gave you the kick in the pants you needed to keep putting yourself out there this season. If it has, or if any of my episodes have ever helped you in your business, would you do me a favor and leave a review for the show? I'm on a mission to get in front of as many product-based biz owners as possible, and I want them to know this is the place to be for actionable steps and strategies to grow their online stores. Thank you so much in advance. And that, my friends, is a wrap. Have a kick-ass holiday season, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.